2: Da, da da da
0: da 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 da! You sound insane. Do you realize that? Oh, yeah. It's the whole world got crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's showtime. Yeah.
1: That's
2: right. Brian, what's the chosen
1: movie of the week? Zoolander two. Woo!
2: I'm so glad this was the pick. <laughs> After all was said and done, this
1: is this was it.
2: Up. This was it.
1: I'm glad we're talking about this because I saw this movie like two weeks ago and I've just been sitting on my thoughts waiting for you guys to catch up. So so you'll probably remember a ton because it's uh, well, so memorable. I mean, I well, I took 18 pages of notes. So Did you? I did artist renderings of some of mm. the scenes.
0: You know? Nice, like a trial. Yeah, exactly.
2: That's cool because I'm thinking about... I'm actually thinking about filing a lawsuit against the makers of this. So it actually works <laughs> come out. in handy. It works, yeah. works great, yeah. Describe your experience in the theater. Well, Brian actually made this sketch. <laughs> yeah.
0: Brian didn't even sketch the movie. He just sketched how fat, sad his face was. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes.
2: So we're in that awkward time between the uh, end of Oscar release time and the actual Oscars. And we're still there. And uh, the Oscars are this weekend, thankfully. We can get out of this funk. This is the last of it. Yeah,
1: it's, we're I feel almost like, out of the woods, guys. We've I feel like it. last
2: year was exponentially worse at this point oh, yeah. in time. We it had is, Jupiter yeah. Ascending.
1: Yeah, totally. Well, we're going to get our Jupiter Ascending of 2016 this weekend, I think. But uh, but look, Deadpool and, and Hail Caesar really helped to uh, to see us through those last couple yeah, of
2: Yeah, Deadpool especially. Yeah, for sure. Richard was not on our episode last week. Took a vacay. But, Richard, you did see Deadpool.
0: I was out on the road for my other job, which, as we all know, is uh, cotton candy sales. (laughs) Just out uh, making sure everyone's fully stocked. Um, And so I was out on the road and couldn't record. And so I couldn't see anything either. So this past weekend, I saw um, three movies. So Deadpool was the first one I saw.
2: Did you? I don't know if you listened to our episode last week. We had I a big.
0: To, I normally do listen when I'm not on because yeah. it's the only time I can tolerate it, but it, <laughs> I uh, I didn't listen to this one yet. I'm well, excited to hear it.
2: I mean, I just want to fill you in. The conversation mainly was about A. Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. and just how important this was for him as a person in his career and everything, and uh, just what the response is going to be from the major studio. Uh, everything typ- will be our rated Everything, for now. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. They've already said yeah. that the new. Wolverine 3 is going to be R-rated now. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we're, Deadpool will he, probably be involved in that, actually, but that does pave the way yeah, for them to do that. But I just wanted to ask you, Richard, what's your response to A, Ryan Reynolds, and B, what the studios are going to do about this?
0: Yeah, so uh, I've always liked Reynolds. He's always disappointed me in movies. Uh, we all, uh, for those who've listened, I shouldn't, I shouldn't assume. Uh, for the few of you that have listened to this show for uh, over, you know, 50 to 100 episodes, Uh, Know of my deep, deep admiration uh, for the Green Lantern (laughs) and uh, what it represents to me, and how it—I mean, there's there's no coincidence that the Green Lantern. My favorite part
2: about the the story is that when you walked out of the premiere, that's the story. Is that you had nothing else to do. It <laughs> yeah. was one in the it was morning a midnight like, showing, yeah. Well we just just, just, just guess I'll leave.
1: Out together watching the watching Green Lantern, midnight <laughs> just, showing. And Richard just taps me on the leg and goes, Hey, I'm out, and walked out.
2: Every rest every restaurant was shut down. Every retail establishment was closed. It's like, Well, I guess I'll leave. <laughs> it's better than this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he wasn't wrong though, to yeah. be fair. At least you guys know that i when I walk out of things it's always principled it's not uh it's not that um I have something to do so anyway uh but i do i've always i have always liked Reynolds and I think he's an interesting combination of kind of a modern he's kind of a classic movie star in a way that he um is obviously very good looking but also thrives on his wit and that's like kind of an archetype that we don't really see you know that's like he's kind of a, a you know, 2010's version of a 1957 movie star. He always uh, seems very likable and he's like too funny for how good looking he is and he's too good looking for how funny he is. And his timing's always been good. It- it's always been frustrating that he's never been able to rise. I mean, he's had a few uh, moments, um, but nothing really like a movie star making film. And I was, I think, on the record of the show is saying um, that this uh, to me was if this wasn't good and in- didn't do at least okay i thought he would be like on a shonda rhimes show in two years yeah and so uh, you know thrilling that it did well I, i i because of everything i i went into it with um not quite the expectations that i would have had to if i'd seen it opening weekend i think i would have gone in a little moderate but i saw how much money it made and i saw a lot of the reviews as i saw it late which is it's really by the way weird for me to like see a movie because uh, we just have to be on so top of everything for the show. It was weird to see something like week two. Mm-hmm. All of that long uh, preface to say <laughs> nothing really original. It's a really fun, really great popcorn movie. It's uh, you know these R-rated kind of things that that change change the game. They always overreact to that. They did it with comedy ten years ago, where every comedy for fifteen years was PG thirteen if it wanted to make money. And then like old school came out. And uh, wedding crashers came out, and then everything had to be knocked up super bad. 40 year old virgin, yeah, 40 year old virgin, the all, the all hang- that, and then hangover is where really just hangover was watch. the one that made a ton yeah. of money, yeah. And then it was just like, well, everything now has to be if it's a comedy, it's got to be we got to make it just you know crass and disgusting because otherwise it's not going to you know garner an audience, and they overdid it, right? My my feeling is as someone who has no, I'm not offended by uh, you know, many thing, um, that. You know, I don't really care. I just whatever the movie is organic to then just be that right. if it's if, you know, if it's organically a G movie, don't be scared to make it just as it should be. You know, you don't force the R or con- or invertedly, if you're doing Deadpool, don't try to make it PG. Right. Um, I don't think "invertedly" is a word, but it is now. It is now. I I just looked it up, and we're good. It's on our okay, Wikipedia cool. page. So cool. Not noted.
2: Um, There's actually a section on there of made-up <laughs> words that that we have said that claimed and claim to be yeah, real and words. Have, have, is there Ryan a Wikipedia for page for us? Do we no, have I I I wouldn't think so. It's
0: a job for an intern. That's, yeah. We need to get someone on that. Only real shows have Wikipedia <laughs> yeah, that's, pages. That's true. We do not. Uh, and so. Anyway, so this was very true to itself with its R rating, yeah. Uh, but obviously, I think yeah, we're gonna get R rated. Like, um, like the Lego movie will probably be <laughs> R rated next. Everything will be R rated that could conceivably be superhero, um, from from now on for at least the next three years. Um, it was always, for a while. It was the dark take, right? But what if we did a dark take? <laughs> a really, like a dark Rocky Raccoon, you yeah. Know? Now it's going to be, hey, what if we did a really crass Robin movie? <laughs> it's going to be stupid. Yes. So um, it'll be interesting to see how it measures out. Yeah, just wait until
2: Sausage Party comes out later this year, True. and that,
0: that's going to that. be the R-rated animated, the R-rated
2: movie. Pixar-esque movie. People, are gonna, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> every kid's going to want to see that too. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> every kid, well, maybe,
1: maybe it'll inspire. R rated Toy Story 4, you know, that's that's my dream. <laughs> I want NC
0: seventeen. I want the, <laughs> I want to see Woody and Buzz and like those creepy eyes wide shut masks <laughs> while Chris Isaac plays in the background. Maybe in a bad bad The yeah. patron saint of NC
1: seventeen movies. Soundtracks.
0: <laughs> so what what would your grade be, Richard? Yeah. Uh if I had to grade it, I'd probably go deciding between two here. Um I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna go A minus.
1: Good. That's about I think that's
0: where about where I came in. Okay. What about you, Kent? What'd you give it?
1: I think I I think I
2: did that as well. I can't remember. I was high on it though. But it's still doing very well at the box office. Yeah. And uh made another fifty or so million dollars this past weekend.
0: Good. Have they greenlit seventeen more of these? Definitely a sequel. Okay.
2: If not uh multiple sequels. I'm I'm sure he'll show up in multiple Fox Marvel movies, X Men uh, and Wolverine yeah. and such in the Fantastic cool. Four, hopefully.
0: I think they're the second best <laughs> right now at doing it. They're definitely better than Sony and DC. So I'm fine with I'm fine with Fox.
2: i I might honestly like the X Men franchise more than That's true. Avengers. That's
0: true. I might agree with you on that. I actually might agree with you on that. It's more for us though. Um yeah. so question uh yeah. is Suicide Squad officially our Yes, I think so. Okay. I mean, it's called so Suicide like...
2: Squad, so I assume... Right. Right. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Solid logic on your part, Ken. I can't argue there. Um, Suicide Squad. Ready PG. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know? Bring the family. <laughs> um, <laughs> grandparents will love it. Yeah. It's, uh... It's an odd... It's the best Sylvia Plath, David Foster Wallace co-bio I've ever seen. Yeah. Um... <laughs> and there are multiple She's, yeah yeah it's just all these <laughs> <laughs> ernest hemingway he comes in in the second act awesome. um what are we we're the suicide squad it ends up properly. that i'm beginning
2: to sour a bit more on suicide squad the closer we get to it hopefully I
0: it's, hope it's good, good. hopefully I think it's gonna I mean, be good i like david I really ayer am.
2: that's my biggest hope um yeah i like margot robbie the other cast members i Will Smith, I'm not confident in. Jared Leto, I'm not too confident in. Bro, Jai Courtney. And Jai Courtney, <laughs> I have no confidence in. So People get very angry me.
0: with us because of our pessimism towards DC. So I want yeah. to reiterate for the thousandth time, I hope I hope Suicide Squad's awesome. I hope it's a total game changer of a film. I really do. I think it'd be really cool. I'm, I'm in the business of movies being good. Yeah. I just also don't think that DC is do- handling no. things correctly. But I th- if any of them are good, it's going to be that one and I hope yes. it is. I want Batman movies to be good. Me too. I
1: d- I don't want Batman v Superman to be good anymore because of Zack Snyder just being a tool. But <laughs> but like a month ago, this entire time I've been like we've said over and over and over again, I would really like for this to be a good movie. I would like to be wrong about it. I just don't think it's going to happen. So we had all the
2: hope for Man of Steel. Yes. That was audible hope. Yes. It's recorded on the show. Go back. We it to that year. Yeah. Still maybe my favorite trailer of all time. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. unbelievable. Um, wasn't good. When you go back and think about oh, yeah, the last totally. time DC released a good movie, like good, maybe The Dark Knight in 2008, like confirmed, like that's a good movie. And that was. I, I mean, I was really high
1: ago. on Dark Knight Rises. I know you were. I, yeah, I I think that's that's. I don't a, think it's a scary. good movie.
2: I think it's a. I do.
1: I think it's. I. It was top ten for me. I like that movie quite a bit. But I get that. That's not. It's not universal. But I think the standard is like is that is Dark Knight Rises. Like if you could just do that, even then that would be a massive step in the right direction. <laughs> don't you think? I mean, yeah. if, see, if you I'm could just it give that's on, good. That's a good point.
2: If you could just give us. The Dark Knight yeah. Rises. Like, Dark Knight Rises
1: eighty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So, like, even that is is way above what I think we're expecting from most of these movies. Uh, Suicide Squad being the one that has the most chance to be a decent film. Like, but the studio, like everybody who gave us crap over the last couple of weeks on Twitter and email and whatnot, like the studio itself is extremely worried about Batman v Superman. So, of course, we're gonna express concern over that like it's it's looking like it's not going to be good
0: guys so and what it's was the two hours and 31 week. minutes long well but... good and not a minute too short <laughs> so what was the what's the news on the studio being nervous did you guys talk about it last week you don't have to uh, be they, done
1: there's it. been
2: rumors that there's been screenings and focus groups and things about some negative reaction and they're trying to obviously deny it or spin it uh you know in the positive i think they just know that it's going to make a lot of money no matter what so yeah. they're trying to say Oh, yeah. Everyone's it's, still it's, excited for it. We're still expecting a big opening weekend because they know that. They're they're not going to say anything about how good it is, really, uh prior to yeah. when it comes out, but
0: yeah. It's like Trump. <laughs> I'm the highest in the polls. I'm going to do great. I'm going to win. Yeah. It's kind of how this is. No specifics on plot or or anything
2: like that. I think that. they're projecting about 150 for it. Yes. Yeah, it will. It's,
0: it's going to make a lot of money. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah. There isn't really any Movie news item of note, except for that. But there is one announcement I do want to make. And that is that the Mad About Movies merchandise store will be opening within the next few weeks. Uh, A lot of people have emailed us wanting to know when we're finally going to release some t-shirts. And uh, the time is now. Stay tuned to our Twitter, to our website. We're releasing one shirt. It's a very limited pressing. It's a nice design. Really, really nice A fitted T-shirt, some nice fabric. Uh, It's not some throwaway giveaway shirt. This is a nice shirt, something like you would get at an Urban Outfitters or something like that. But again, very limited. Uh, Probably the only time we're going to print this design. So stay tuned to our Twitter for that. It is first come, first serve for those. And uh, so stay tuned. I think there was a time... I think there has been a time where we were all fans of Zoolander in some former fashion. It's kind of, kind of like Ace Ventura. We all enjoyed it at one point. We don't really like to admit it, but there was a time, a dark time, when that was the funniest thing in our mm-hmm. in our repertoire. Hey, what's up, ma'am, fam? Kent here. And yes, if you're hearing from me, you know it's time to talk about Blue Apron. If you haven't tried out Blue Apron by now, what the heck are you even doing? Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. They deliver fresh meals straight to your door. All the food is fresh, it's sourced from local farms, and there's no wasted ingredients. I've been a Blue Apron subscriber for a long time now, and they have still, to this day, never let me down. There's tons of variety. Some featured upcoming meals include summer vegetable and egg paninis... Soy glazed pork and rice cakes. Skillet vegetable chili with cheddar drop biscuits. Holy crap. And garlic butter shrimp and corn with green bean salad. So take it from me. Try out Blue Apron now. Go to blueapron.com slash mad. That's blueapron.com slash mad. Get three meals on us for free. Nothing goes better with a movie than dinner. So check out Blue Apron. Blueapron.com slash mad. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. So I guess this is an obvious thing to do if you are Ben Stiller in the studio who did this. Um, but Ben has said multiple times that he gets asked all the time to do a Zoolander movie again. Um, he's probably gotten asked about it every single year since Zoolander 1 came out, or maybe not right after that because <laughs> it, it definitely get, g- gained a cult following. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a big hit at the time. And so he's had the opportunity to do this multiple times, but the thing about it is he's always said that he's not going to do it unless it's the right time or the right script or the right story. And this just felt like not the right script or time or story. <laughs> and that's really it for me. As far as what happened here, it's just not a funny script at all. And um, it's not that it wasn't inspired. It's not that the people involved in want to be there because I be- truly believe in my heart of hearts that Ben Stiller was really trying here to make a movie as funny and as memorable as the original Zoolander. Um, but almost nothing or actually literally nothing uh, works here. <laughs> in this, yeah. no, There's not really a funny setup or premise or moment in the movie. Mm-hmm. For a movie that's 100 minutes of Gosh. comedy, for there not to be <laughs> a funny part is – a pretty big letdown. And you just look at a movie like Magruber, and I hate to do that because it's always a comparison, but for a parody, this this was going for way more Magruber than Zoolander yeah. was. They they yeah. basically tried to make a a McGruber with Derek Zoolander in the lead. And it it really fails. Um maybe they should have gone hard R here and <laughs> seen what they could have done with you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah. Maybe there was a line they could have crossed that would have made it funny, and they just didn't go there. And they didn't, because there are some setups that, for a PG 13, like the Hansel storyline and his love story with his group and everything, I, I, that, that alone for a PG 13 is pushing it, you know? And for, uh, you know, I think it just could have gone all out here and maybe tried a little harder, but, um, it's not even like like Anchorman 2, you know, because that was an obvious reboot as well. You know, Anchorman was probably going to eventually get a sequel, but there was some funny moments, and, yeah. you know, I, I would say 70% of it was subjectively funny. I mean, this is, no one thinks this is funny. Does that make, you
1: know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's very fair. <laughs> <No>. I think. <laughs> I thought this was painful. I, I I think you're right. Like you brought up Anchorman two and that has to be the goal when you're setting up. It, Anchorman two and
2: this f- both felt inspired in the same way. Like they had returning cast and wait, let's get the gang all back together again, kind of vibe, you know, and they they both said that they weren't gonna do it unless it was the right time or, or script and I mm-hmm. I would say, like I said, about seventy percent of that was accomplished with anger too but this it just felt like the wrong script and maybe they didn't want to write a new one or or they had spent so long on this one that there was no turning back at this point you know what i mean there was so much money invested in this script or rewrites or or what i mean but ben made this movie i mean he directed it he would think it'd be all him to do this maybe he thinks this is funny which is even a bigger concern
1: <laughs> you know
0: it's been a uh been a rough few years for 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 ben we i mean another speaking of great trailers earlier we were talking about man of steel i mean that
2: uh walter Mitty, yeah walter Mitty, Mitty, yeah
0: yeah. was just a great trailer and it seemed like such a cool process i love james thurber love that story and that movie just fell so flat it's almost like that just deflated Mm. his entire sales because i think he kind of really thought that was going to be his kind of his serious comedy masterwork and it was yeah. just kind of meh I mean it certainly wasn't as bad as this and so then he kind of I think maybe through circumstances decided to return to the well instead of organically returning to the well He man. did do
2: he did do a night at the museum movie after that as well yeah so right speaking of returning to the well
0: yeah and you know this was just yeah I mean it's a hard the universe that this lives in is really hard to do now. Something about that time it wasn't, and that kind of it was really early on. In that kind of uh, you know, everyone's having a good time with with the cameos and the we're improving some fun lines kind of thing. And it, it, like I said, it didn't really hit then, but obviously it became a cult classic. And and you know, Ben became a huge star, comedic star, and Owen Wilson became a huge star. And then Will Ferrell for a few years was the biggest star in the world, mm-hmm. and now all those guys are on the backside of that. And this feels like uh, I don't know if like your your dad tried to show you it feel it felt like Vegas vacation or something, like yeah, you know, yeah. just like oh this isn't a, this shouldn't be a thing anymore yeah. and uh that's 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 sad, but it's okay, you know these things are supposed to come to an end, but <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> I, I think I think it's both i think I'm going to kind of bridge the gap between what both of you are saying because I think that this sort of comedy is trapped in 2001 when Zoolander came out. But I also think that if this exact movie came out in 2002 as a direct sequel to Zoolander, it would still not be funny at all. Like, it's just, it's a really terrible script. And, look, we're all fine. Like, I'm fine with nostalgia. I, I freaking love The Force Awakens, and that's a lot of nostalgia. You know, it's a lot of callback to the original films and so I can get on board with that but it has to be done well and this it felt like it felt like every bit was just a rehash of what had been done in the previous film and that's Mm -hmm. that was fine for 2001 but you know the things that I rewatched Zoolander 1 today and I hadn't seen it in probably six or eight years and I you know I think it holds up okay but it's the moments that hold up are the walk off with David Bowie and the gas fight and things like that that are really kind of uh off kilter weird and sometimes pretty dark humor, you know. I think that holds up really well. But the like, here's my tiny phone and things like that. That's not funny. It really wasn't that funny in two thousand and one. It's certainly not funny in two thousand and six. Yeah, they had like
2: four callbacks to the phone in this. Yes, just, we're gonna laugh every yes. time we see that little phone.
1: Oh gosh, it was painful. And I look, I just think, I think the goal was probably to do something similar to Anchorman two, and instead what they got was Dumb and Dumber two, and that's a really depressing. This
2: is not as bad as Dumb and Dumber two, in my.
1: Opinion. I think this is way worse than Dumb and Dumber <laughs> <Wow>. two. I <laughs> could sit through Dumb and Dumber two again. I. I was talking to this Richard isn't it bad, moved. it's just not funny. Oh, dude, I think this is a It's just not funny. <laughs> like, I, I, this is the closest I've ever come to just walking out of a movie. Like, wow. 15... I, I think five minutes into the movie, my wife and I went to see this, and I, I turned to her and I said, I've never realized how little I needed Zoolander 2 in my life until this moment. Like, five minutes into And in, you said it was, loudly and
0: ruined the movie. Yes, for, I did. For that
1: was my goal. It was like, you have all made poor decisions <laughs> being here tonight on Valentine's Day. Uh, it's just... Wow. Classic, Gil. Okay.
0: Um, Hold on, did you make her watch the dunk contest? after?
1: <laughs> Obviously. Um, I just I, look. Dope. I I thought uh, I thought Dumb and Dumber Two was a terrible film, and this I think this is, I could sit through Dumb and Dumber Two again before I could sit through this again. I I this is the closest I've ever come to just walking out of the theater. Wow, it's just not. It's not even fun. Like it's it's I, Dumb and Dumber Two was not was not fun. Dumb and Dumber Two was depressing because it was so desperate. And dumb and Dumber guess... Two
2: offended me because there was so many jokes that tried to cross the line, and yeah. so much oh. potty humor, and There's so much sex humor. It. I, I and... don't want
1: to come across as defending Dumb and Dumber Two because that is an atrocious film. What well, what well, the tattoo? tattoo, oh.
0: the back tattoo. <laughs> um, it said Dumb and Dumber, and then you added the two, which is right. weird.
1: Just, just gets better every time, guys. No, uh, it's
0: uh, I mean, Dumb and Dumber Two is is worse to me in that um. I think Dumb and Dumber is a more iconic comedy sure. than Zoolander, so it's like it's it's kind of um, urinating on a more important corpse to me, <laughs> but uh, you know, Zoolander was... I saw Zoolander in the theater. It falls victim to a lot of things, but I think it's really three of them. Every star in it with the exception of maybe Kristen Wiig, but the argument could be made maybe she didn't capitalize quite on her um, Bridesmaids success. Like Not at, least, at all.
2: You go look at the her recent work too. She's
0: done some good small. She's movies. Done some sure. small ones,
2: but none of them have made made none, money. Yeah. Like welcome Welcome to Me and things like that. That yeah, she really yeah. goes out on a limb and does. And I don't know. We'll see. She's got Ghostbusters coming out. Forgot that's going to be huge. But um, she might. Yeah, you're right. She might be on the back of it. Tina Fey's on the back of it. She's not in this yeah. movie, but Tina Fey's that Foxtrot movie was going to flop just because. Yeah. I don't think she has the star power that she used to had, have. Well, Even want, her with like Amy 60. didn't have it.
0: But. Yeah, I know. Well, that one that was just partially studio. Well, partially a bad movie and then B, and then B going up against the biggest movie of the year. Second, yeah, biggest movie of the year. Um, I think yeah, but like Ben Stiller's kind of on the back nine in terms of comedic, you know, comedy has a shelf life, man. And like right. you're not I mean, look at who are the who's the biggest especially in film, you can kind of last longer on TV if you're like a letterman, but you know, even letterman probably got worse as it went on, but, but people like that, it's easier to last in TV, but movies, it's like biggest comedian of the eighties, Eddie Murphy. What's he, you know, what was he doing? Okay. Nineties. It's kind of half Jim Carrey, half Adam Sandler, Mm two thousands. It's and and Mike Myers. I mean, those all three of those guys are, can't get a movie. I mean, Sandler can kind of green light his own stuff, but it's terrible. Right. Um And then 2000s, it's Stiller and Owen Wilson. Farrell. Vince, Vince yeah. Vaughn and yeah. Farrell that hold the, you know, the frat pack. I mean, yeah. are any of those guys going to headline a 200 million dollar great comedy like at this right. point? I mean, and it's going to happen. Sadly, you know, those guys are kind of our that's when we were kind of in high school. But then the kind of our young adulthood guys are Rogan and Jonah Hill and and Jason Siegel. And you know what? Those guys' time is coming too. Like, they won't be funny in five to seven years, in at least to a mass audience. Like, comedy, it's like, they're kind of like, film comedians are like athletes. And yes. some of them are Dirk and Tim Duncan and can give you 20 years, and some of them are Steve Francis can only give you seven or eight. But everyone, you know, as the great yeah. Charles Barkley said, only two things are undefeated, <laughs> Las Vegas casinos and Father Time. Right. And eventually, your your funny dries up and, Everyone in this movie, including Penelope Cruz, <laughs> yeah. seemed like oh wow these people were really big stars. It just kind of was a bummer. Speaking of people who
2: might be might be past their prime, and I saw this trailer during the Zoolander movie. The, what is it the the brothers brothers Grimsby Grimsby yeah. bro, yeah. the the bro, brothers gr, the bro, brothers gr, Grisby, Grims, Grimsby Grimsby <laughs> Yeah. brother brothers Grim- Grimsby <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue, it just yeah <laughs> yeah, and um Sasha Baron Cohen
0: yeah'll I mean, we'll see but... movie. and you know I, he's on uh, the Mark Marin pod today, and he's just like so smart and interesting and and all these things that it's weird that someone that smart and that talented at the end of the day is going to have one great comedy
1: yeah
2: yeah, the ology show had a great run though. Great TV, and then before, I think Borat before.
0: is a masterpiece. It it doesn't hold up great because it's so much about what the world was like in two thousand and six. So it doesn't hold up incredibly, but it's still very good. Bruno is not good. The Dictator is not good, and and the Brothers Grimsby movie looks awful. And it looks very tonally a lot like MacGruber. So if this is a big hit. I'm going to be very mad because MacGruber <laughs> is going to be much better. was much better, and 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 bombed. So
2: well, they've got Louis Leterrier behind the camera, so guys <laughs> count i had some a, great camera work
0: i have a confession i watched all of now you see me for the third time the other day <laughs> all of it you gotta stop oh, it's a problem i'm gonna check
2: you in it's you're a super time. fan I
0: it's love ex- it. exactly what i told you kent was i can't wait to watch that on a sunday after- I what did i say i can't wait to watch it on a sunday afternoon on tnt and make fun of it and literally sunday afternoon tnt i'm just beat from traveling all week I watched the last hour of Catch Me If You Can, which if that's on, I'm watching it because it's great. And then Now You See Me comes on, and I was like, ugh. And I just sat there for two hours and watched the whole thing and paused it every 10 seconds to yell at my girlfriend about it. Gosh. Poor
1: Sarah. She's I've, a saint.
0: <laughs> she, she enjoys. I mean, she she hates most of what I do, but right. that, she enjoys. <laughs> that's one of the few things. <laughs>
1: Low in most of, of complaints, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. She's not a fan, don't get me wrong.
2: So the amount of cameos in this was just, I, I don't know if they, at midway through, they realized it wasn't funny and they just called everyone they knew to come yeah. in and do this. Um,
0: There's so many came- It's so, camera- it's like, Ben Stiller loaned everyone 20 bucks when they needed it the most level cameos because yeah. it's so desperate.
1: Well, and I think people. I mean, this is such a Zoolander is such a cult movie, and has gotten better with time. Obviously, I think as far as uh, a pre- fan appreciation and whatnot. And so I can totally see everybody lines up saying, "Oh yeah, I totally want to be in Zoolander too." And then they see the finished product, and I'm <laughs> I just have this this idea of like the screening is half empty when the lights come back on like everybody's just kind of snuck out and said oh I don't think I want to be associated with this this is really bad
2: there's a there was a moment in this and where I thought to myself if you can't make this work I don't know what is going to happen um the moment where Hansel and Derek Zoolander meet for the first time uh or since I guess the, the last movie mm-hmm. and they literally had over 10 years to think about that scene what (laughs) what the setup would be where they would be when they and it i don't remember any i mean it was so unmemorable it was not funny and you know what i mean like things that you knew were going to be in this movie that you could have had you know i'm sure even after zoolander came out they uh had ideas about the sequel you know what it was going to be and funny things that they could do in the sequel like typically like what they said you know with pineapple express 2 oh we know what it's going to be you know they've never made it but they did they they have an idea in their head of what it's going to be but i mean that scene alone proved to me that this wasn't going to work if you can't make that iconic kind of moment work or at least funny in in any sense of the word funny um at least comedic it's, mm-hmm. it's like they weren't trying to be funny even and it's yeah. just very confusing like it, Half drama? Are they going for? I don't know. Well,
0: it was the action thrill ride of the year. I think we can all <laughs> agree on that. Yeah. I was thrilled, and I was taken away. It, it isn't it weird though? It's like Stiller. You know, when I can tell you, when I was probably seventh grade through ninth grade, um I wanted to grow up and be Ben Stiller. Like I wanted to make short films, like because he was like kind of the first, and at least in my world. He wasn't because I know Albert mm-hmm. Brooks did this and and Adam McKay had done this, but those guys that do these kind of filmed short sketches, he used to do these all the time, um, and he had this kind of unshot pilot, he visioned in Jack with like Owen Wilson and Jack Black, and and I always thought he was such an interesting comedic brain, and he did these kind of, and then he branched out into films, and he made these kind of, at least big comedic films, and he had done tons of stuff in the 90s, but you know, in, in 99, 2000, he started making these kind of sketch films. Like Zoolander is really a great six-minute Saturday Night Live sketch that he stretched um, into an hour and a half. And a few other things, too. And then he comes out in 2008. He does that for seven or eight years it? to you know varying degrees of success. And then in 2008, he comes out with Tropic Thunder, which is incredible. And it's this huge scale and it's this – Actually, good war movie that's hysterically in, in, in parodies both war movies in the film industry and actors and politics and perfectly skewers everything, right? And you're like, wow, this next step of the next Ben Stiller career is going to be in. He's you know, he's that,
2: that character was incredible, Tug yeah. Speedman, the like yes. action star. He did that yes. so well. Oh, my goodness, absolutely.
0: And you hear people like Downey that are like, you know, he's Downey because. Down he played Chaplin is like a chaplain scholar, and he said, Ben Stiller is, you know, this generation's chaplain. He knows how to talk to actors. He knows how to talk to sound people. He knows how to shoot a movie. He can think thematically and, and comedically and dramatically. And he can shoot an action scene. And he's he, there's nothing he can't do on a movie set. And you think, gosh, these next ten years are going to be a golden era of of Stiller making these big budget, big ideas, big broad satire films. And he just hasn't at all like nothing. traffic thunder get, actually gets better as it gets older and it's i mean secret life of walter Mitty and zoolander 2 that's it yeah. that's all the show for it and some night at the museum movies and a couple noah bomback you know subtle performances i mean wow that's kind of disappointing i mean his noah bomback work
2: agree. is good um he's very yeah, yeah i agree
0: he's a good actor and i like him and i don't mean to be a jerk like wow ben couldn't do more because i mean he's done plenty he's had a great 30 year career now But uh, when you watch Tropic Thunder, you think this is the emergence of something different, and maybe it was just the peak, and that's fine. You know, it all depends on context. But I just I would have I would have bet loud and bet wrong on Ben Stiller, two thousand. I would have bought all the Ben Stiller stock that anyone would sell me in two thousand eight, and I'd be a very poor man right now. I think.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, he went through it a little late. Uh, He did a couple of Meet the Parents. He's he's got a couple trilogies. Yeah. In Madagascar. In um in uh the Fockers and in oh, Night at the Museum, he's got three right. trilogies. Uh, but I mean, he went through it. Uh, towards the end, he had Mega Mind, Little Fockers, mm. Tower Heist, Ugh. The, oh, the Tower. Watch. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. That kind of yes. confirmed that the Ben Stiller Vince Vaughn days were mm-hmm. behind us. Just they like tried to Vince, pull Jonah like Hill into it.
0: Yeah. And Will Forte.
2: And. Also, uh, Walter Mitty. Mm-hmm. But then coming up, well, he's got a couple of projects coming up. One of them is a producer for Dodgeball Two, which is still don- doesn't Stop. have a release date. Stop. And Don't Space Jam Two Stop. is a producer. Gosh, I- I'm hoping for a duplex too, if <laughs> or Envy Two. Yeah, Envy.
0: <laughs> envy was a good one. <laughs> One of the better. I
2: want to know what happened to Vapu Rise. I just yeah. need to know what happened. <laughs> yeah. One of the I'm... best arcs in cinema history. The rise and fall of Vapu Rise.
0: Vapu Rise. Gosh. He's had a really weird. I mean, he has a lot of bad movies. And he's yeah. definitely. I mean, he's not above taking a paycheck. But it, it it it's always... funny because,
2: yeah, it, it's. Okay, well, maybe the comedy days have been slower done, but while. Well, this movie just Walter Mitty could be good. Maybe the director, you know, yeah. maybe the director we're going to see is that'll be his next phase is he's going to be Ron Howard and step behind the lens and just bring us great work. And, right. uh, I mean, maybe there's still potential for that. I assume. I mean, he did direct this, so that's kind of a, yeah, yeah. that doesn't help. It's kind of a I step think down. He but, was
0: really shocked that Walter Mitty wasn't better. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think that's thrown him into a little bit of a funk.
2: but everything was blue. I mean, everything was blue.
0: Yeah. I think, I just think he, because Tropic Thunder is so well directed and well and I, and well written and well acted. And I think he really thought, well, as long as I have total ownership of something, I'll, you know, I'll take the paycheck and do the Ninth Museum Nine and the, um, you know, it, the Grand Fockers and all kinds of whatever, how many Fockers we could make. It
2: should have been right. called Grand Fockers. It was called Little Fockers. I know. It's That's actually that. a good.
0: Should have oh, should have been a producer on that, Richard. I'll <laughs> write Jay Roach yeah. and tell him maybe on future DVD, Blu-ray. You can,
1: uh, I bet uh, I bet Jason can put us in touch because that's one of his uh, two film credits. By the way, is uh, oh yeah, Meet the Fockers. So
0: Congrats. that is true. <laughs> um, what an honor. <laughs> I know, but, but uh, yeah, it's just he. You know, it's, but he, I think he thought as long as I have total control over something, it will be great. Mm-hmm. And I think he put so much of his heart into that into that. Uh, I mean, I think he's someone who knows he's talented and he is, so it's fine with him knowing that. And then when he put his whole soul into Walter Mitty and it kind of wasn't that great and, and wasn't very well received, I think he, Oh, I think he's going to have a five year reset for the next two years. And he may come out of it and make another great film. But I think that really threw him back. I think he thought that movie would be the one that launched him into being, Yes, I totally uh, agree. Yeah. Into, I'm trying to think of a comparison, you know, kind of this, Albert Brooks for bigger budgets type filmmaker Woody and, Allen I
2: don't know
0: yeah Woody do a little bit of Woody a little bit of whatever he wants to be and and it just didn't yeah. do that and I don't think he knew I don't think he had a plan b so he's like I'll just make Zoolander two now yeah. and then it, that's awful and then it's like uh, I mean that
2: was exactly what happened with Dumb and Dumber 2
0: yeah you know exactly. it's just yeah.
2: well, we got nothing literally nothing else to do and yeah. uh we have no other ideas so this is bound to happen let's just do it hmm yeah, this honestly, totally the, the original Zoolander did have some funny setups, and I want to yeah. I want to reiterate that there's when he goes up to accept the award when he didn't win, that's funny, and I when he goes yeah, up so scene. confidently, the whole thing, thing is funny.
0: Everything with and, Hansel is really good in the first
2: Zoolander and holds and, up really right. Well. And I know again, the, right ga- now, no? the gas fight scene is funny. When he goes to work in the coal mines, is funny. There's some there's some yeah. good good moments in it.
0: When he goes back and Hansel tells that long story of, you know, what and haven't you been on you know, been on Peyote the last three days? Couldn't some of this be in your head? Like that whole thing with the midgets and or pardon me, little people yeah. and all of that. And uh and yeah, it's got some great
2: And I think the the whole reveal of what that he you know, that there's a bigger hands at work in their first one is a kind of a good re you don't really you're kind of along for the ride at the beginning. You know this guy is yeah, sure. kind of weird. But then he gets caught up in the hypnotizing stuff with Mugatu and the killing the prime minister stuff. It's kind of –
0: A lot of that movie too, Intelligence is – Yeah. No, it is. It's a good satire of that industry. Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot of that too was that was – and we were all so craving it because you just got little glimpses of him on Saturday nights. That was like the first breakout, totally, oddly committed, feral performance. And and that that carries Mm -hmm. that movie. Mm -hmm. um and now we've seen that 15 times and we kind of know the beats of Farrell and Mm -hmm. but that was the first time we'd really seen it on screen i I think really his only credit screen credit before that was probably the
2: ninth roxbury
0: the roxbury and then austin powers was the guy that just wouldn't die Mm -hmm. yeah but you know we you know but he that's when he was peaking on snl and Right. I mean, I remember being in like I was in ninth grade when Zoolander came out, and and Will Ferrell, which is any any one minute clip I could download illegally online of Will Ferrell doing anything, I would spend right. an hour and a half downloading it, and and so that I think really carried um, that movie, and also Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson in their primes um, mm-hmm. quite a bit, and then yeah, and then and then Anchorman comes out like, two years later, and and Old School comes out two, and then it's kind of right you get used to Farrell but that was that was like a crazy performance like you think about just his look in that movie and mm-hmm. how committed he was to it that was so funny at the time
2: yeah, yeah and just the whole the fact that it's based in the fashion industry it's, it's funny too because there's never really a commentary on that in yeah. a, in, a, in Hollywood and, and it's so kind of something you didn't comedy. know you didn't right. think you wanted until you saw it and then it made total sense you know and it, there's got to be a lot of inside stuff that you have to, I mean, it's one of those things where like you have to be in the fashion industry to get some of the humor. Right. You know, they do Mm -hmm. try to do better at this by naming the actual P like designers at the end, the Tommy Hilfiger's and the, I don't know why that was the big third act. Like, Oh guys, we got Tommy Hilfiger. He's a hard, he's he's got nothing to going on right now. (laughs) Um, and Sting, I didn't understand the Sting Atrocious. I don't know.
1: What was what,
0: like. That what does he sting, have to do with fashion and I don't yeah. The I fact don't. that Sting was in that or that Sting played halftime of the 2016 <laughs> NBA All Star game? What yeah. was weirder?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm gonna still go NBA All Star yeah, game.
1: Yeah, that one's that one that one will not be touched for
0: quite okay. Much. How many NBA All Stars have Sting 2016 NBA All Stars have Sting on any of their devices?
1: Was Steve Nash an all-star this year? No. No, Um I
2: actually wake up to Desert Rose every morning. (laughs) But it's just me singing it. Right.
0: It's weird. It's just the instrumental with the uh dream of rainy rainy, lay. Gosh. Have you ever read and this is gonna be I don't mean to turn this on the poop on sting hour. That's we're recording that next, but (laughs) have you ever read Sting lyrics out of context (laughs) without the music? It's very odd. It it's, doesn't make a lot of sense. He might be the worst lyricist ever. Yeah. yeah. that that's, that's a successful artist. And there's a lot of Police and Sting songs that I like because he's such a great musician. But he did this one Christmas album that we used to play when I worked at Borders. And there was this song called Soul Cake. Mm-hmm. And it was about Christmas cakes that are good for your soul. But the <laughs> chorus was just soul cake, soul cake. Everyone, get a soul kick in. Yeah.
1: I'm very familiar. That's what I walked down the aisle to when our wedding. So thanks. Okay. Appreciate it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, some of these cameos, they just didn't, they're, no. they're just
2: dated. It's um, awful. Yeah. The Susan Boyle stuff. I mean, just, <laughs> yeah, that was nearly yeah. eight years ago. Yeah. That was, right. yeah.
1: I just don't. There's no greater example. I I think in a sequel like this, you can really tell when the script was actually written based <laughs> yeah. on the cameos. You're like, oh yeah, we got this great Susan Boyle reference, and ninety percent of the audience is like, I don't know who Susan Boyle is. Yeah. That's not that's not Credit a person. To
0: set the chocolate rain. The kids are going-
2: <laughs> it was at that level. Like, it might have might as well have done that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, even Billy Zane. Like, I guess if you're a Zoolander fan, you. Prop, yeah, that one's fun. One, I'll write that it, one in.
2: Just you know, you know what was kind of funny in in a random way, but just because it was so obscure, was Kyle Mooney. Yeah, just because it's he just went so over the top with it. Yeah, uh, and I, I, mean, I thought
1: that was mildly humorous the first time, and then the second time right. he showed up, I was like, I want to kill myself. This is terrible. he died, thankfully. Yeah, spoiler
2: alert. Yeah. And, <laughs> We're not. There's no spoilers for this. We're not saving you,
1: in case you see it. Right. Don't want to yeah. spoil you. Pretty much every every cameo, just it felt forced and awkward and and foolish. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, can we can we is, done with that? I'm just I'm really done with. Him showing up. Katie Perry's was bad. Susan Saran. Kiefer Sutherland, I laughed. He he made me I had two laughs, actual laughs in this movie, and he he got me one of them. So in fairness,
0: yeah. he was drunk when he accepted the part. So. Oh, totally. Yeah. No question. What was the other laugh?
1: Uh, when Penelope Cruz mentioned that she was a swimsuit model and both Hansel and Zoolander immediately go, my condolences. I thought that was kind of that was a <laughs> cheap little funny joke. Uh the other time when at the very beginning when they all announce that they are pregnant and Hansel runs out uh Kiefer really sold the I'm really disappointed shake head look yeah. that I thought was kind of funny. Um so two laughs in an hour and 40 minutes that's uh, good. That's what we're going well, for. I had zero yeah. so
0: Yeah, well I guess you, know. you guys do not enjoy the the works of MC Hammer and <laughs> Naomi Campbell. So strong I saw the Hammer. combo. That was
2: that was a f- Maybe a decent setup with the fashion crimes. I mean, they they had two of them. They could think of two in the past. <laughs> yeah, there was. Yeah. T- they could they could have done five or six of those, and it could have right. been just little quick hit jokes. But there was two, and they, neither of them Wait were funny. Wait for the
0: director's cut, man.
2: It's sad the funniest part about this movie was the fact that on the poster it says number two, like as in Chanel c- yeah. cologne. Like that's a funny joke, but don't. I mean, that the trailer. The opening trailer was the funnier than this movie. Yeah. Where it was like all Cosmosy and stuff. And then it just shows yeah. Zoolander oh, totally. and he's two uh, Yeah, that I mean, that was funnier than this entire film. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, I agree. And that's disappointing that the, the Benedict was, Cumberbatch thing was yeah, extremely awful. insensitive. And I'm surprised they didn't cut that completely out of the movie. I'm surprised they didn't get some outrage.
0: John Malkovich? Because he needs to be in this.
2: Yeah. Ariana Grande as a bondage <laughs> girl? We needed that. Every
1: movie needs Bieber, is... though, don't we? I mean,
0: I'm every movie. With Bieber. Bieber's the kind of person that should be in this. Like, yes, That's I what agree. it should be parodying. Yes. Like, yes. It, that might have been the only part of the script. Like, At least he's actually relevant. Right. Ariana Grande, so, too, is fine. That's very true. Like that's fun. Like give Bieber more to do in this. Um, but I will say, probably, and Kent, you're the historian, so you can you can answer more than me. The best film with Skrillex in it.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Wreck It Ralph <laughs> is pretty.
0: Oh, you're pretty right. Up there. You're right.
2: Well, they did get. I mean, I can't believe they they were able to pull this. And this has just been probably calling his homeboys.
0: How he got Milo Jovovich back? I don't I can't
2: know. that, and I can't <laughs> believe they got he got Joe Jonas and. Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> I mean, they're both books. Solid. Him away
0: from a pretty extensive how, tour. I don't know how he got Christine Taylor.
1: <laughs> I can't believe that either.
0: <laughs> Boy, the ghost. Yeah, I mean that was. Gosh, that Nicholas
1: Stoller was involved in writing this. That makes me sad. Oh no. He's...
0: And Justin Thoreau, too, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. But I kind of think we know what we're getting with him. Nicholas Stoller, I feel like, is better than this. He's not. That's, that's <laughs> obvious. he's not better than this I kind of look at everybody involved with this movie in a lesser light than I did previously and I'm so.
0: now kind of am mad because you know what, Zoolander doesn't hold up great but if it's on, and it's on all the time I think VH1 has it, it's always on yeah. and I watch copious amounts of VH1 um, it's Top never video on. still a thing? it's never not on in my office okay. at cool. all times, some people like Bloomberg or CNBC, I just prefer VH1 it's like now I don't know if I'll like Zoolander as much. I yeah. haven't watched Dumb and Dumber since Dumb and Dumber 2. I need to know, like, I'm yeah. kind of nervous to watch it cuz I
2: Dumb and Dumber is still, still know,
0: holds up big I time. know, but I feel like I'm just going to be angry the whole time. This isn't as good as Dumb and Dumber. Right. Zoolander and I wonder if I'll just ever like it again.
1: Yeah, give it some space cuz I watched it today and I was pretty bitter about it to be honest with you. I still like I said there's still some really funny bits, but on the whole it has been tainted for me, I think. Unfortunately.
2: One of the weirder parts of this, and uh, don't even know why, what they were going for here, actually. The Fred Armisen, like, kid was a character.
1: Terrible. What? How, and how much did they spend on that, I don't too? What is... Oh, oof, oof, that was rough. And really not funny. And not a not a good <laughs> bit. Not a good bit. He's, Fred Armisen is funny. They should have just had him do a. Yes. Like, what was the you point? could have just said, "Hey, Fred,
2: write something and come, yeah. and we'll do a one, you know, a ten-second little back and forth," and it would have been funnier than that. Yeah. Why don't you don't just, just read, come on Fred and do your Bill Hader
1: impression? That'll be fine. We'll be good with that. <laughs> I don't
2: know. I mean, and the the sad part, and the, this is what I referred to earlier, is that Ben was directing this, and that the sad part about it is that he probably thinks this is a great comedy or funny. intelligent and he might think this is on the level of i mean i hope not of tropic thunder you know Mm. um why 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 do you return to a classic comp i mean it's been proven time and time again you you revisit these classic comedies and just it doesn't work i mean name a time that it's worked even that so far removed you know
0: yeah you got to do it you got to do it right away or don't do it Probably don't do it, but there are a few cases where if you go right away, it can work. Um, but if you wait, even three or four years, it's uh, it's it's tough.
2: So in twenty twenty two, have, the, no, when, when they make the uh, two, no, when they make Superbad two and Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah both they're have done nothing them. in a crazy. long time.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, I I think. The it's it's very similar to the uh, to Wedding Crashers and you know I love Superbad so much and I, it's all just a testament to those those two and their chemistry and just the way their cadences play off each other. But you know what? The same thing could have been said again. And so I was always like, "You have to do Superbad too," but I don't know why Sarah and Jonah Hill don't do more movies together because they're such yeah. a natural team. But then you get the intern and you're like, "Nope, that's fine. You guys just just internship, yeah, yeah, the internship. Sorry, me, not the intern, but the internship." And you're like, Vaughn, it's still Vaughn and, and Wilson. And those cadences mm. should be great, but it's terrible. And you're like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Sarah and Jonah, I understand. Yeah, but like twenty. Here's a good example: twenty two Jump Street. Like they did it right away. They did it again mm-hmm. with Jonah and Channing, and it was like two years later tops, and it was great.
1: Yeah, I, or I've you can do the Hangover, though. and it's
0: yeah, yeah, Immediately know, and
1: it's. The look, it's, it's the same as like books, like every, every, uh, novel these days has to be a trilogy, you know, and then it turns into four movies and some of them are built to have more of that world explored. And most of them aren't. And I think that's part of it. Like a lot of these comedies, it's, we don't need to revisit. Even if you do it the next year, there's not a lot more to do there. It's partly about who's involved. It's partly about the script, but it is also partly about the material itself. And I think I think 21 Jump Street, Anchorman, all those two are are some good examples of like, there was, I feel like there was actually a place to go with the story and you could still have it be, let alone funny, like the, the, the setting and whatnot could, could be uh, relevant and interesting to some degree. You know, I think Zoolander, Dumb and Dumber is the same way. It's like, I just think it needed to stay one single part of history, you know, not, I I just don't feel like there's anywhere to go with, uh, and I feel like this movie proved it, but it should have just been, it's a standalone. Some things are standalone and some things are wider world, you know? And that's, I I don't know. This it comes up more and more with comedy and it's partly just what Richard has said of comedy doesn't age well or comedians don't age well. But I think there's something to be said for, sometimes you have something that is worth extending and sometimes it's it's fine to just let it let it alone and
2: yeah we can't rule out the possibility that this was a hundred percent a cash grab you yeah know? <laughs> and their mentality was just Didn't let's make
0: much cash either their mentality
2: yeah. was let's just make a passable sequel that the general public will you know, a 50 percenter or something like, you know what I mean? You
0: had to know this was going to suck because it was always set. I mean,
2: how out. do you have four screenwriters and it be mm-hmm. this unfunny?
1: Yeah. Well,
2: they all four had. I mean, I just want to have been in the table read, you know, mm-hmm. and and I mean, it doesn't read funny, you know, I mean.
0: <laughs> yeah, this thing's only made 40 million and it's pretty much done making money. Yeah, and it's trouble. I bet it costs at least 60.
2: Yeah, there were a couple of theaters that weren't even showing it around me. They've already, Jeez. <laughs> yeah. already pulled it out of the theater, and that's not, not yeah. always a good sign. No. Actually, never a good sign. No, it's not. It's not but so good. I guess Penelope Cruz is back randomly, oh, and she's stop. doing that br- Brothers
1: Gris- Gris- Grisby Grimsby <laughs> movie. It's a great couple of months.
0: So Sasha
2: her, Baron so. Cohen has that as well as Alice Through the Looking Glass. So those trailers are back to back. Like mm. stay busy. I actually Sasha. think
0: that that's a pretty good trailer. I'm not okay. gonna lie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a bad trailer. I think the movie is will be bad, but the trailer's not bad.
0: The uh the only thing is it's James Bobin or Bobbin.
1: Yeah, that's true. Bobin.
0: Bobin, I mean stuff, I mean, I love Fly of the Concords, I love those Muppet movies. Like I mm. I mean I would I'm just saying I'm I wouldn't say it's gonna be good, but if the odds were good, I would gamble on it being maybe good. If I could get like 10 to 1 that it's like 85% of Rotten Tomatoes, I might take those off. Well, That's Tim all. Burton didn't direct it. That's what I'm I think saying. it
2: would be if it's, it's good, he would have directed it. Uh, if the script or, you know, I don't know.
0: I don't know. Tim, Tim Burton doesn't know what's good anymore. He probably saw a lack of, oh, but what? There's only so much face paint and weird CGI? I'm out. Hopefully you're right. I th- I'm think i going to go out on the limb. I'm going to go with the Richard Barton Prediction. And I hate, hate Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> um I think I'm gonna go out and limb that this is good. Calling it. Or at least okay. that people like it. We may not like it, but I'm gonna say eighty percent on table. Wow.
1: Do you know what 80% the eighty percent one is? Wow. Is it, wow uh, that's a bold prediction, sir. All right. Will
0: you give me seventy five? Will you give <laughs> me seventy five? Okay. So I,
1: I'm willing to give you seventy five, because even I I feel like that's safe to be honest. What was Cinderella last year, Brian? Cinderella
2: on it was a 60 something on I think it was higher than that but
1: let's see. Yeah, much higher actually. 84% for Cinderella. Wow. 84% for Cinderella but 52% for Alice in Wonderland.
0: Okay. I'm going out 75% or up. Calling it. Okay. Yeah, if that's 52, this doesn't even have to be that good to be 20 points better than that. Okay. And it's out Rickman's last movie. This is a block.
1: <laughs> I mean, I hope that Mad Hatter tattoo that's going to take up your whole back is going to look pretty <laughs> weird I really next ho- to the Dirk tattoo. I hope
2: that um, the time doesn't – I mean I don't want Ben Stiller to end up like the Jim Carrey's or the mm-hmm. Pauly Shore's. Uh, I, j- I just don't – you know?
0: <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. I don't, He's
1: much more we, talented than those two. Oh, I'm, absolutely.
0: Though. And but, I, I so, think that
1: we'll see him through eventually because he
0: – The Leaning Tower of Cheat going to do –
1: Maybe, maybe he doesn't. Maybe this is the thing that that pushes him towards doing something better. Because like, Secret Life of Walter Mitty was not what people thought it was going to be, but that's not a it's not a terrible film by any means. They put that out in Oscars. Yes, yes, they thought it was is going to be much better than it was, but you know, it's not. That's not an awful film. No, it's not. And Tropic Thunder is a great. He's got chops, and he's got acting chops as well. So I think he can do something. I think part of it, like with Jim Carrey, we just, that was the perfect time for Jim Carrey to be Jim Carrey. And I don't know that he had just a whole lot of range outside of that, outside and, of like Truman
0: Show. And yeah. Mike Myers had 15 really great jokes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: never could yeah. go outside of those 15 jokes. So they were there was about two and a half, three good movies out of those jokes, but it yeah. couldn't go from there. You know, Sandler's been, just, yeah. Sandler's the weirdest one, like that just yeah. went really weird. But I anything, think Sa-
1: I've I've said before, Sandler's whole thing is that no one respected him as an actor, and so fine, I'm just going to go make freaking twenty million dollars every time <laughs> I put yeah. out a movie. And which I, I kind of, I tend to give Sandler a pass in some ways, just because like I I think I might do the same thing if I'm if I really busted my butt and made some really solid, uh, serious drama sort of movies and everybody was like yeah but you're the dude from billy madison i'd be like fine then i'm just gonna go be the dude from billy madison and make that much money like i don't in some ways i don't think you could
2: offset it a bit by doing one or two small
1: right projects
2: like one of those where you go on set for four days and and just do a small little walk on roll or something i don't know I think he, the biggest issue for him. I guess was, you did. He just, I guess you didn't see uh, so
0: the animal with Rob Schneider because he does cameo in that. Ken,
2: I did not see that. Probably uh,
0: <laughs> too bad.
2: But what what was worse, Brian, this or Pixels? This. Wow! Wow! I, I wow, didn't, dude! Didn't, I, this wasn't I, offensively this, bad. This it just is, wasn't funny.
1: This is the worst movie of the year for me. Like I, I, I well, the, really feel like at the end of the year, <laughs> wow. I'm going to be it's going to be between this and like gods of Egypt or, or something. I, this, I was not offended so much as just like, this is, this is the biggest waste of an hour. It's pointless. Waiting. It is definitely
2: pointless, but dumb and dumber Two was pointless and offensive. This was, this didn't offend <laughs> me, you know, like as a human I, being, that's,
1: I don't know. I, I don't want to revisit either one, but I would, I <laughs> you would rather I, watch no pixels question. than this. That Yo, is, yeah, a hundred percent. Oh my no gosh. I don't know. Oh, oh God.
0: Yeah, I don't agree with you. Yeah. You know what <laughs> Ben Stiller
2: is... needs to do is he had an actually enjoyable run in the mid-aughts when he was doing The Heartbreak Kid and Along Came Polly, and he was just being funny, affable, rom- rom-com Ben Stiller and not trying to do all these eccentric characters right. that haven't worked so well. For- I think he just needs to kind of go back I to his roots, that. maybe— Get I think get, just, get 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 involved with Judd Apatow or something, and just you know what I mean.
0: So, yeah. Tropic Thunder just changed that. I think. I think that changed his scale on what he thought he could do, and, and and what I thought he could do, what everyone thought he could do. And I think you're you're not wrong, Kent. But like, I can see why he wanted I mean, he to, needs get to more play it ambitious. safe more. Yeah. 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 He doesn't need to play or it. Or you can do here, here. we go. Here's here's 150 million dollars. Meet the parents, but this time he's the parents.
1: I don't know. How can they get Terry? They already Pomo? did that with little mockers. <laughs> sure.
2: So we um I guess it's only a matter of time until we get Austin Powers four, right? What well, that's oh, gonna I mean,
0: that are, would feel I would I'm shocked desperate. that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I think we get another Austin Powers definitely oh, over a fifty percent chance. Ugh, oh, that's a bummer.
1: <laughs> it's on IMDB, let's see what it says. Plot is unknown. No uh so, sounds like it's just one of the floating ideas
2: okay well hopefully it stays that way then
0: yeah we don't you need actually that. segued for me pretty well as we get the weaker recommends here in a minute but we'll do <laughs> grades first
2: okay i, I will, will s- grade this as a uh, F minus 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 minus
0: uh kent i'm gonna i'm venmoing you some money right now okay. uh, to, to use your trademark uh I'm gonna go with an F minus 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 as well.
1: Okay. Can't you should check your Venmo. I've sent you, <laughs> you. It's you okay, a, sizable sum. F minus minus minus. It's okay. It's patent pending. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> all okay. right, sweet. Okay. Retracting that Venmo uh, transaction. So, yeah.
2: this is just another case, like we've seen, of an unnecessary, of an unnecessary comedy sequel. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully these stop. I, I doubt they will. I mean, it's getting to the point where these don't make money, though. And that's where Hollywood has to start thinking more about these. I know. I think Dumb and Dumber 2 made a pretty decent amount considering it yeah. was only like a $20 million budget. But this and it was looked so more way more the
0: expensive. People love Dumb and Dumber. That's what we were talking about. We were like, you have to make it. It's yeah. kind of like Batman versus Superman. Like, I get it financially. This one I didn't even really get financially, especially since... I mean, they totally – it was so funny. I don't even know if you guys remember this. Like three weeks ago, I was like – I messaged you guys like, you know, do it, or two comes out in three weeks and I've not seen any ads or anything for it. And then mm-hmm. like within an hour, I saw 14 commercials. It was so I think I just
2: knew that it sucked. They were not going to spend yeah. money on it and they'll throw it in fe- – the fact that it was in February 12th should have been the biggest key –
0: It always was like they should have thrown this out and they could have put this out in August and at least made some money on it, I think.
2: I think they way overestimated the amount of people who care about Zoolander. True. You know, (laughs) They, they think they probably thought their focus groups or whatever or their online research just probably told them there was a way bigger desire to see this and have this around. And that's not the case. I thought there was more. I thought this would do better financially. I didn't think it would be better, but I thought it would do better. And, uh, that's not the case. Hey, ma'am, fam, question for you. Do you own a small business or are you a boss? Are you looking to hire awesome people, but you just can't find somebody to fill that role? Let me tell you about ZipRecruiter.com. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites all with one click. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. for supporting this episode of the Mad About Movies podcast. All right, let's hit a recommend.
1: Weekly Recommends.
2: I'm going to recommend a uh, movie or series of movies. Uh, I've been going back and watching uh, the Scream films. Oh, yeah. And uh, really enjoyable (laughs) Set of movies, especially that first Scream movie. Yeah, first yeah. Definitely- uh, it, I mean, Cabin in the Woods got a lot of credit for, you know, commenting on on horror movies, but Scream did it first. And uh, man, that first scene in Scream is still just terrifying, where Drew Barrymore is the babysitter and answers the phone and gets stalked from, you know, as a as a young person, seeing that, I was horrified. It was the scariest thing I'd ever seen in my life. And I had to turn off the movie, um, but now it's just a work of genius. And those movies aren't the best; they don't hold up very well. They're just chock full of '90s stars in them, you know. Jamie Kennedy has a major role, so that kind of tells you where, <laughs> where they were. And Sarah Michelle Gellar and Nev Campbell, but I mean, oh, they're they uh, doing great. They're, they're scary; full. they're legitimately scary. I think uh, they're they have some good jump scares. Uh, I've always liked a good slasher villain. I've always liked. The, the slasher genre, the Friday the Thirteenth, and the uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets, but uh, it holds up decent, and um, it's a good thing to uh, to revisit. And yeah. and uh, you know, there's some there, there are ones that, like you, Richard, were saying earlier. Uh, if if you if you get them um, on on TV, I have to watch them. But you know, R.I.P. Yeah. Wes Craven, and mm. I was just thinking about him last week when the witch. When I saw the trailer of The Witch, and I was just thinking about good horror movies, and it's like I haven't watched Scream in a while. I went back and watched it this past weekend, and and I suggest uh, suggest everybody definitely revisit you, that one.
0: If you can't get that, um, I know Jamie Kennedy, Nev Campbell, and Sarah Michelle Gellar—they're also the leads in the new InuRitsu film next year, right? <laughs> so <laughs> Could have sworn that was Skeet Ulrich. I, yeah, Skeet. He's in it too. He's Skeet in it as well. <laughs> Skeet's in it as well. Uh, so if you can't. Gosh. What a
2: '90s cast! Jeez. Scream Two is almost worse. Scream Two oh. has like has Sarah Michelle Gellar and Joshua Jackson. Mm. yeah Casey. they yeah they
0: they Pacey they went all out Buffy, the Pacey Buffy crossover.
1: You know I don't I think I may not have ever seen Scream Two for some reason. Like Scream One is one of the Scream Two you know, Cruise
2: Control. It's yeah, good, obviously. Well, Scream uh, Scream
1: Scream is I'm on record. Like I don't like horror movies, but Scream is one of my top ten favorite horror movies if if i had you know if i really really liked horror movies it would be in there and it really messed with me like that was the first movie i can remember where there were spoiler alert for 20 years ago when there were multiple uh multiple killers like that really jacked with my head of like well right. what do i do now you know uh i can't run from one because there's another one right outside the door so and then screen three came out right when I turned seventeen, so I went to see it like eighteen times in the theater because I could, uh, without sneaking in. But Scream Two, for some reason, I don't—I may not have seen that one. I yeah, skipped- Scream
2: One is—it it was actually called Scary Movie um, when it was being made <laughs> and before it came out. I mean, they changed the name to Scream, but of course, the Scary Movie franchise was playing off that. But I mean, it does does a r- really good job of of uh, talking about horror movie cliches and and all that in it. So mm-hmm. Scream 1 is basically that. It's just talking about cliches and trying to avoid the cliches. But Scream 2 mm-hmm. is they make a movie of the story of Scream 1. <laughs> so they're commenting mm. on making a movie about a murder. You know? yeah. So it's just a double Super meta. meta. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it just gives, it goes crazy. But Scream 4 came out a couple of years ago, and it wasn't great, but it was vintage Scream, I felt like. And it kind of brought along a lot of younger uh, actors. I think uh, Emma roberts was in that
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: that makes sense and uh a few others but maybe emma page or ellen page um in scream 4 i don't know i don't remember that was like 2009
1: yeah 2000 scream 4 what? that sounds right Two thousand. Yeah, i saw that wow. one i didn't think it was very good but you know it did pass its prime i, I think david arquette was he in that one i can't remember if he was in the fourth
2: one. Yeah, he, him and Courtney Cox were still married, so they were both okay. in it. Okay, yeah. Hayden okay. Panettiere, that's who I'm thinking there of. There you go. And yeah. Emma Roberts, as well as Anna Paquin, that's who I'm thinking yeah. of, not Ellen Page.
0: Allison Brie, too.
1: Yeah. Amy AB, Teegar.
0: But anyway, was... uh, all I yeah. have to say, rev-
2: Revisit Scream, <laughs> fun series. Go ahead.
0: That Scream 2 cast is so 90. <laughs> it's, that, it's
2: unbelievable. Man. Not
0: only the, the three <laughs> principals, but Sarah Michelle Gellar, Jerry O'Connell uh elise neal Dwayne martin jada pinkett timothy oliphant and laurie metcalf oh, wow. omar
2: epps and jada pinkett yeah. <laughs> nice. and heather graham as well that's the most might be the most 90s is heather graham yeah
0: and portia de rossi golly um Tori spelling and luke wilson <laughs> <laughs> tory <Wow>. spelling wow <laughs> The greatest of the
1: specials. And Rebecca Gayhart. Jeez, that's a strong cast of uh, 90s characters. You know, we talk a lot about uh, how we would invest in, we would buy up stock in an actor's career. you feel like Jerry O'Connell is the most guilty of buying his own stock in the mid 90s. I feel like yeah. he definitely was 100% sure he was the world's next Tom Cruise.
0: Who? Yeah. Who was Jerry, Jerry, <laughs> Jerry O'Connell.
1: O'Connell? Yeah. He,
2: he did.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's is. like I, he's really walks the line of O'Malley and and uh, Piven pretty high. Yeah,
1: totally, totally. I don't know. Obviously,
0: I'm trying to You're think kidding. of an old yeah. Jerry O'Connell <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah, Stand by Me. There are there are so many. <laughs> he's the fat kid. Obviously, uh, he's you've done... never
1: seen uh, whatever NCIS or CSI. Obviously, or... you've never seen Kangaroo never Jack. Kangaroo
2: <laughs> <King or> Jack. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's it um what's your recommend Brian?
1: uh make it short and simple spotlight just came out on dvd blu-ray and 100%. i'm assuming all sort of uh streaming options uh, i don't think it's going to win best picture come sunday but i think it probably should so great very important film we did an episode on it, one of my favorites from this last year and uh i i quite i think it's a movie that everybody should should have to watch so i actually
2: I'll... i actually watch it daily
1: yeah just... you should you should just, just uh, really bring yourself down. Yeah.
2: And, uh, just every night before I ride. go to bed, every yeah. night before I go to bed, I just fall asleep to.
1: That's good. It's definitely it's good. Uh, it's good <laughs> sleeping, sleeping. I love going to. Yeah, I love going to bed just just uh, thinking about how uh, power is misused in the Catholic <laughs> Church. That's it's just, just my yeah. favorite thing, really. Are you talking good.
0: about the Kanye West song? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Richard. Uh, well. Throwback to uh, our uh, Mike Myers discussion earlier. Earlier, he directed a documentary. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's called Supermensch uh, about Shep Gordon, who's a famous manager, and it's a great little documentary. Really fun in tone. Um, it's it's good sometimes when these comedians. I think comedians make good documentary. Like Chris uh, Chris uh, Rock made that really good one about um, African American uh, African American hair yeah. and things like that. And and uh, there's I think. Colin can, Hanks
2: just did the Tower Records one. That yes, was great.
0: Tower Records one. I mean, you can. Do, it's interesting sometimes their perspective, and and uh, Mike Myers did a great job. With, it's a really interesting story. This guy's kind of had his foot in in everything from from Alice Cooper to kind of inventing the celebrity chef and and everything in between. And so, um, really, it's an easy, I think it's an hour twenty, which is awesome, and it's a great. It's on uh, it's on Netflix now, uh, but super mensch. And, uh, talk, and basically it's that this guy is this really nice guy, but he's kind of also a really ruthless manager in his own way and uh, kind of tells that's, that story through a lot of allegorical, you know, history of Hollywood type stories. So it's uh, it's it's a great, easy hour, 20 minute watch. I, if you're a fan of kind of uh, the last 30 years of, of Hollywood and music and things like that, I, I think uh, you definitely enjoy it. OK, Brian, where can we
1: find you on the Internet? You can find me on the Twitter at bgill12. You can find my writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com. Richard, where can we find you?
0: You can find me at Richard Barden on Twitter or at richardbarden.com. Kent, where can I find you? You can
1: find me on Twitter
2: at Kent Garrison And find our show at madaboutmoviespodcast.com. Subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you like what you hear, please leave us five stars. And until next time, we will uh, see you at the cinema. Goodbye. Hey, baby,
0: I hear the blues are calling Tossed salads and scrambled eggs And maybe I seem a bit confused Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged Ha, 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 ha But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled scrambled eggs eggs. They're calling again Scrambled eggs all over my face They're making me ah, The silence is rambling. They're calling again.